I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, November 9th. Hope you're having a great day. We're glad to have you with us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, those on the radio app, we welcome you. And those on the podcast, thank you for joining us. And then those who are watching today, those on Facebook and uh, those on YouTube, we're glad to have you with us. I hope you're having a great day. It's another beautiful day and uh, the sun is shining. And uh, it's a little, it was a cool this morning, but I thought uh, just a few minutes ago, I thought it was starting to warm up and it feels like fall. It looks like fall. It's just beautiful outside. And uh, I thank the Lord for this day. And I hope you take every day that God gives you and take it as a gift. Don't waste a single day. Uh, give all that you have to God. Give all that you have to others. And uh, once this day is gone, you're never going to get it back. And so I hope you'll make the most of it and live for God today. And uh, that's a great way to live every day. Just live for God today. My uh, One of my teachers in Bible college, he was the vice president of the college, but he had a little sign on his desk uh, that uh, we would see. Now, I worked for him, so I had to go into his office a little more often. Now, I wasn't going in uh, because I was in trouble. That was my brother, Dan Bybee. You know, he was the one that had to go in because he was in trouble, so he could he could be my witness. Uh, but uh, on the desk of uh, in that office, Dr. Jorgensen, he had that little uh, phrase, live for God today. And I hope you will today. Just live for God today. And then wake up tomorrow and live for God today, when it's tomorrow, just every day. And uh, I hope that helps you there uh, to, be, uh, uh, to be blessed. I just got a message from Brother Dan. He's listening. Oh, no. He did say. And so this is, this is true. He said he was only in trouble once. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Only one time. Now, maybe only one time per day. I would believe that. He said he was only in trouble one time. And then he said it was because of my brother, Joel. Now, I find that hard to believe because Brother Dan, let me see here, let me get this right. I think he was a senior, and my brother Joel was a freshman in Bible college. I just can't imagine that. But uh, anyway, live for God today. So when you see Brother Dan, you can ask him. He saw that sign because he was in the office. Uh, live for God today. Praise God for that. Happy birthday today to Allison Dixon, and a happy birthday today to Bethany Glover. And a happy birthday to Don Crook. I hope you folks have a wonderful day and a very happy birthday. Let's pray for our church. Uh, pray for the service tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll have our prayer meeting and Bible study. Our master clubs are meeting tonight. Our teens on target, they're meeting tonight. Uh, all at 7 o'clock. Don't miss the service tonight. It'll be a wonderful time. And then uh, let's uh, be in prayer for Sunday. Sunday, 
we will recognize our veterans on Sunday morning. Now, Friday's Veterans Day, but this Sunday in the morning services, we'll recognize all of our veterans. And I thank God for our veterans. Thank God for our military. And I hope you'll uh, be very grateful for those who have uh, served so that we could have and enjoy the freedoms we have today. I hope you pray for our country. Of course, we had uh, elections yesterday. And uh, you say, so, so what do we do today? Well, we live for God today, just like we did yesterday and the day before. Uh, just keep your eyes on Jesus. And uh, I'm sure there were some elections that you say, oh, that was great. And others, you say that wasn't so great. But no matter what happens with elections, God is still on the throne and uh, we still have a responsibility to serve Him and to love Him and to tell others about Him. And our mission has not changed. Our mission is still to get the gospel to every creature. And uh, don't ever lose sight of that. Don't, don't get your eyes off of the prize, but keep your eyes focused on Jesus Christ. Here's a great song, uh, especially as we're talking about these subjects today. Uh, this song is, I've never gotten over getting saved. I hope you never get over the day that you got saved and you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Let's hear this song and then right after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. Amen for that. And uh, you ought to talk about the day you got saved. You ought to tell your, uh, your children about that. You ought to tell your family, tell your grandchildren about it. Uh, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell your neighbors, tell somebody about the day you got saved. It's the, uh, the greatest day of your life. 
is the day that you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. The day that you became a child of God. And don't ever get over that. Don't get so, uh, don't get so uh, old and, and stale in your Christian life that you're too, too good or, or, or too, too staid to get excited about getting saved. We ought to get excited about that and don't ever uh, get over that excitement. I, I've told you the story before about Gypsy Smith. He was that uh, great preacher of yesteryear and he, may, he, he gave us the song, I've never lost the wonder of it all. Don't ever lose the wonder of the day you got saved. Psalm 119, let's look at verse number 38. Uh, the psalmist writes and says this, Establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Uh, we have seen uh, words in this section that begin with the letter E. We saw the word education. We saw the word end. David said, uh, I want to keep your word unto the end. Uh, we saw the word execution. Uh, you got to follow through. You got to not just talk about what you're going to do for God, but then you need to do it. Uh, don't just be all talk, but uh, your, uh, your, your talk talks and your walk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. So walk the walk of the Christian life. And we saw the execution. Then we saw the endearment. You ought to have a, uh, um, there ought to be a love for the Word of God. There, there ought to be a, a, a a passion for the things of God. It ought to be something that, that is uh, meaningful to you, uh, not just another book on the shelf, but make the Word of God special to you. David said, incline my heart unto thy testimonies. And then we saw the estimation. Uh, David uh, valued the things of God. And he said, I want to turn my eyes away from beholding vanity. I don't want to see keep my eyes on things that are worthless. I want to keep my focus on that which has eternal value. And then we saw the, the quickening or the reviving. He said, quicken me in thy way. So today, verse 38, we see the establishment. David says, establish thy word unto thy servant. The word establish, it means to be confirmed. It means to stand upon something or to build upon something. We have been given life. God has blessed us with life. And uh, whatever age or stage you are in life, that's a gift from God. Well, you have to build your life on something. You have to build your life uh, on a foundation. Of course, we know the Bible says in the book of Matthew, the wise man, the parable of the wise man, he built his house on the rock. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the, the illustration there, the, the teaching there is that you would be very wise to build your life upon Jesus Christ. He is the foundation for life. But on the flip side of that, you would be very foolish to try to build your life on the things of this world. The things of this world are, are truly like shifting sand. Uh, the, the, the things of this life are, are, are like building a house uh, uh, out uh, on the edge of the ocean and the waves are coming in and moving the sand and your house has no foundation. It's not going to withstand the storms or the waves or the, the difficulties of life. And so you got to be built upon something. I hope today, I hope you can say in all honesty that your life is built upon the Word of God. Uh, you can't build your life on a person because people change. You can't build your life on a church because as much as I hate to say this, it's the truth. Churches come and go. Uh, many of you listening today, there was a time when you were a part of a church that that church is not even in existence today. 
Or maybe you were a part of a church or ministry and that church or ministry is not, does not believe or, or stand for what it used to stand for. Well, you say, oh, does that happen? Absolutely it happens. And it could happen to our church except for the grace of God. That's why we have to get grounded and built upon the word of God. Uh, don't build your, build your life on a pastor. Uh, you know, did you know uh, pastors don't live forever? Uh, pastors um, may not stay in a place forever. Now, I, I ask and I pray that God would let me and my wife stay here till Jesus comes. That's my goal. That's my plan. But you can't build your life on a pastor. You can't build your life on a friend. You say, I've got this good friend and this friend will never let me down. Well, I hope not. But, but the day may come where that friend does disappoint you. Uh, the day may come where a pastor disappoints you. The day may come where a spouse disappoints you. You say, well, that would never happen in my marriage. Well, I hope not, but beware, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. Uh, I'm just saying this, you, you've got to build your life on the word of God. The Bible never changes. You've got to build your life upon Jesus Christ because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the only solid foundation. You can't build your life upon a, a job or upon uh, politics. You can't build your, 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 your life upon a, a hobby. Uh, what happens when you lose the ability to participate in that hobby? Uh, what happens when you lose the ability to participate in that job? What happens when that business, that company goes out of business? If that's your whole life, if that's everything that you're living for, you will be disappointed. So David here says, Lord, would you help to establish my life, may I be confirmed, may I be built upon your word unto thy servant. Well, that's a good reminder there too. We are building our lives upon God's word because we are just his servants. We're not the master, we're the servant. And God is the one who tells us, God is the one that directs us. Verse number 38, establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Uh, of course, that fear is the a respect or a reverence, reverence for God. And David said, my life is devoted to living for you. I'm your servant and I fear you and I, I worship you. Verse 39, turn away my reproach, which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Uh, David here, he's asking that God would, would turn away the reproach. He said, God, I don't want to do anything to be a disgrace. Uh, I don't want to do anything uh, to be an embarrassment to you. You know, that'd be, a good, that'd be a good prayer to pray. Say, Lord, help me to never do anything to embarrass your name. Help me to never do anything that would embarrass the cause of Christ. Help me to never do anything that would be an embarrassment uh, to my family or, or be an embarrassment to the ministry. Uh, that is my prayer. I, I don't ever want to do something that would be a, a reproach or would be a shame or would be a disgrace. Uh, David says, turn me away from that. Um, he says, for thy judgments are good. He said, God, I want to stick with your judgments. I want to stick with your way. And uh, verse number 40, we see the eagerness. Uh, the eagerness of David in verse 40, he said, behold, I have longed after thy precepts. He says, God, I have desired your word. I want your word. I, there's an eagerness there. Now, obviously, the opposite of being eager is when something is having to be endured. Uh, maybe... Uh, you're, you, like to, uh, you like to jog or you like to lift weights or whatever it is. Well, some people do it and they endure it. Other people, they enjoy it. They look forward to it. David says, I want to have an eagerness. I want to have a, a desire for your word. And then I see, lastly, I see an energy. 
It says in verse 40, and as we close out this section of Psalm 119, David says, Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. There's that word quicken again. It's found in verse number 37 also. But David says, I, I, need, I need an energy. Uh, I need a reviving. I need some new life. Now, I don't recommend, I do not recommend energy drinks, okay? Some of you drink them, and if that's what you decide to do, that's up to you. I can't do it. I've tried it. I think I've told you my story before. It's not good. I, they make me sick. I can't handle it. But I do drink coffee. And uh, if there's ever a morning where maybe I'm feeling a little bit like I'm struggling, guess what helps? A cup of coffee will help, right? Uh, maybe for you, it's, uh, it's, it's a soda or caffeine or whatever it is. But, but there are things that, that energize us. There are things that give us that extra, that extra strength, that give us that extra boost for the day. And David says this in verse 40, he says, I want to be quickened in your righteousness. You know what will help you in your Christian life to have more life and energy? Is when you stay in the righteousness of God. Sin always discourages. Sin always zaps you of your strength. Sin always zaps you of your passion for God. But boy, you start doing right and you start living right and you start hanging around people that are doing what's right. Boy, that'll encourage you. That'll, that'll quicken you. The Word of God is the, the, the source of righteousness. And as you get in the Word of God, as you study the Bible, you will be quickened. You will be energized to live for God and to please Him. I hope you have a great day and look forward to seeing many of you tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll look forward to a great service here at Victory Baptist Church. Thanks for joining us on uh, WVFV 95.9 FM. God bless you. Have a Thank great you day. Thank for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.